This is the Kona Edge, the home of Ironman triathletes who dream of qualifying for the World Championships on the Big Island. Welcome on to this edition of the Kona Edge. I'm Brad Brown. It's awesome to have you with us today. And we joined once again by Jared Harvey, who's uh, just outside Brisbane. Jared, welcome. Thanks for, for joining us today. Good to be back. Thank you. Jared, we haven't spoken too much uh, about nutrition in our previous chats, but it's, uh, I mean, it's often referred to as the fourth discipline in triathlon, and, and I'm sure you'd agree it's probably as important as the other three. Yeah, 100%, especially, um, I think, in the lead-up to a race and, and definitely in the Ironman side of things. If you get your nutrition wrong in a race, then... Um, yeah, you haven't got much longer left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's talk about the lead-up. And uh, you, you say especially, do, do you change things up in the in the, the week or, or two weeks before a big race, or are you pretty much uh, on, on the same sort of trip right throughout your training leading up to race day? Yeah, so, I mean, my partner's a dietitian as well, so um, I'm, I'm pretty lucky there. But we, to be honest, we just eat what um, most people would eat. We're big, we're big into the veggies. Um, big into you know meats and chickens and things like that um so yeah leading up to the race we we don't try and change it we you know we don't need a lot of um you know your junk foods your takeaways and things like that you know i find i get really lethargic um if i eat those those type of things so just good wholesome foods and um yeah just just you know getting your body accustomed to eating the right things and then in the lead up to the race uh, you know i have a set meal that i have um you know, the night before race, which you know, seems to work um, pretty well. But, yeah, it's just pretty well stock standard diet for us, yeah, for meat and veg mainly. What's your go-to the night before? Yeah, so the go-to the night before is um, chicken breast chopped up and then we'll have like an egg fettuccine pasta. Um, we've got broccoli in there, a little bit of spices um, in there as well, a bit of bacon pieces um, on the top there as well. Um, and then the sauce for it is like a kind of like a Greek yogurt, um, and it all blends together, and um, yeah, it tends to come out really nice. So, yeah, that was the uh, the meal for the races leading up to Kona, Kona, and it's been the meal to every race since. So, it's and, been and working if, well. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Talk to me about race day. Your, your race day nutrition strategy. What what's the, what's the plan going into a race? How do you how do you execute on race day? Yeah, so I use um, the performance products. Um, they're Australian based in here, and then um, so yeah, I, I use one of their um, uh, electrolyte drinks um, in the, the couple of days leading up. Um, I won't overdo it. Um, I'm really aware of uh, you know putting too much in and then having to go to the toilet you know so much the couple of days before that you know I've actually effectively flushed my whole body out of everything that it had anyway. Um, so, you know, I mean, like I'll drink, I'll make sure I've got a bottle in my hand most times, um, you know, the couple of days leading up, especially for hot races. But um, I won't go overboard with it. And then, um, yeah, my nutritional race days, you know, I'm pretty well. I'm a big eater, especially on the bike. So um, I'll have pretty well, for me, I'll have about 1,500 milligrams um, of sodium per hour um, into my bottles and things. So... Um, I have it in the way so that I carry two bottles on the rear and I have a fillable bottle on the front. Um, so even in places like Kona, this, you know, having that allowed me to have my own hydration that I've trained with and I know works for me up until 
about 120k mark of the bike and then um, having one of those fillable bottles at the front all I did uh, for Kona was I went and bought a pop top um, from the shop the night before and drank the pop top and then uh, made a really strong mix so what I would normally put in a 750ml bottle I put it into like a little pop top bottle uh, put that in the back of my suit um, and so that will generally get me through the back end of the bike so when I go through an aid station just put my, my little squeezy bottle into the tub get rid of that where you can get rid of your bins and fill it with water and magically I've got my own mix there again so um, that works pretty well and then yeah as I said massive eater on the bike so I'll have a gel probably every 25 minutes um, on the bike so I really go through the gels as well. It, it's interesting you talk about your, your own mix there. that doesn't happen by often uh, by, by accident does it Jared that that's a, a trial and error and figuring out what works for you and that's probably the, the biggest bit of advice I can give any triathlete is what works for Jared Harvey is not necessarily going to work for Brad Brown you've got to figure out what works for you yeah yeah 100% right like it's something that I um, in the lead up to my first Ironman you know I tried probably five ten times um, before I got it to a point where um, I felt it was okay. Some days I didn't have enough sodium in there. Some days I was putting too much in, um, which can you know have just as bad effect as not having enough. Um, so it, you know it's a bit of tinkering, and, and I tinkered with the the timing of the gels and um, and things like that. And um, one of the big things for me is my hydration mix has uh, no sugar. Um, so I I try and I try and separate. I call um, my fuel, which is my gel, and then I have my hydration, which is um, what I'm physically drinking. So I'll sit on my hydration throughout the whole um, process of the bike, whereas I'll have my fuel, which is my gels, which contains the sugars and things. I'll have them at timed intervals. Um, so my theory behind that is it just allows my gut time to process it and then stop working. Um, so I tried it when I, in my test runs, you know, for my, my big rides and run off. I tried having like the sugar ones the whole time and my guts just can't tolerate it. Um, so yeah, as you say, it, you know, it's about finding what works for you. Um, and that may take you 10, 15, 20 times to get it right. You might get lucky and get it first or second time, but, um, yeah, just keep persisting with it. Cause as we say, it's the fourth discipline. Of, of long distance travel anyway yeah and it's probably the most important because if you if you stuff that up uh, it can easily mess up the other three so uh, it is vital that you do get that right jared thank you so much for your time once again here on the cone edge much appreciated and uh yeah best of luck in the build-up to uh kona 2017 i know you've got a big race coming up soon and uh, we'll be following your progress closely and then hopefully you do get to to stand on that top step of the podium uh on the big island it would be amazing yeah, a dream come true. Thanks for having me on, Brad. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Nutrition is key to putting world-class performances. Register now for our upcoming free online nutrition seminar on the KonaEdge.com slash nutrition seminar. 